Hey, this is Tom Gray from This Stuff Matters. Thanks for tuning in to the This Stuff Matters podcast. We'd love to have you follow us on social media. Just search at This Stuff Matters. You can check us out on the website, thisstuffmatters.net. You can subscribe to our email newsletter there, and you can reach me there via phone or email through the website. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. I'm John Radcliffe, along with your host, Tom Gray. Tom, we are continuing down a very, very fun rabbit hole. And you know our commitment, John, is we we do all of this. We really want to be helpful. I mean, actually, life impact kind of helpful. And so I, I really believe that what we're – this series of episodes on fatherhood, if guys will listen to it, they'll not only be encouraged but in very practical ways – helped immensely. So let's get after it. So as we've been talking about fatherhood uh, um, and as we were brainstorming and talking about this, it made me think about, you know, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Naismith uh, Hall of Famer, basketball Hall of Famer, philanthropist, actor, so many things. But he has a song. He took me from a boy to a man and I always have a father when my biological didn't bother. It's an exact quote from it. And what he's talking about is he his stepfather, I believe his name was Phil. He basically adopted Shaquille O'Neal when his biological dad wanted nothing to do with him and his mom and their siblings. I think they even threw he even threw him out. Mm-hmm. And his biological his, a biological his stepfather was former military. He was very you know obviously military man, yeah. stern, disciplinarian. And Shaquille O'Neal, as a kid, he didn't realize it. He just thought, oh my God, he's so hard on me. Yeah. And he even told the story. He said, fine, you want to go back to where you were from? And he took him back to the projects in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. We're okay. <laughs> and obviously you can see the man he's become. And he got a chance to reconnect Shaquille O'Neal, that is, with his biological father. And he didn't harbor any ill will. He said, whatever you need, I'm here for you. But the gentleman, Phil, my stepfather, that is my father. Yeah. You're just my daddy. Mm. And those two are words that when people hear them, you think, oh, they mean the same thing. Right. But the roles and the way that you build yourself can have those words mean two completely different things. No doubt. And so obviously, John, what we want to pursue is being fathers. You know, we, and, you know, our perspective, John, is that there is no human life that isn't of infinite worth. Every human being, by the sheer fact that they exist, is of infinite value. Uh, that's something that comes out of what we've been taught, you and I have been taught in our faith, we, you know, biblically, scripturally, there's no, there's no human being that is um, not made in the image of God and therefore priceless. And so there's not a human being that, that doesn't deserve the greatest care and respect and, and to be treated with great dignity. So we also believe because that there's no human being that's an accident, right? Even though biological parents, quote-unquote, have babies, quote-unquote, by accident, right? Correct. Somebody's like, well, I wasn't really trying to be a dad. I was just trying to... Have a good night. Exactly. Have a good time. Exactly. So ideally, the world works better and human lives are treasured the way they need to be when people don't do that. You know, they don't they don't go out there and just become dads accidentally, biologically, and then abandon this priceless human life to not being cared for. Uh, so I, I don't know who all is listening. I mean, maybe, and we, and we don't want to be this, this source of guilt on your life. We don't want to be the source of, uh, you know, we're not trying to be accusatory of you, but, but I mean, maybe, uh, maybe there's a guy out there that, that'll hear us and go, you know what, I did do that, or I've got a, maybe a string of, of kids out there that I, I did just, that's kind of how they came into the world. I wasn't really, 
interested in being a father. I was interested in, in a good night. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe there's a way you can go back. There's going to be, be a way to kind of change your, your perspective on those lives and, and take what we're going to say today to heart in a way that doesn't, we're not trying to condemn you for your past, but maybe we're trying to ignite a different future. And what, what those kids need and what I've, what our argument's going to be today is what the world needs and what is best for each, each dad is to become a father. You know, if you put it in a very simple terms, when a child is born on a birth certificate, it says mother and father. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. It says mother and father. Yeah. These are the two individuals who have come together. And, you know, the beauty of it is if anybody who's familiar with the foster care system or the adoption system, mm-hmm. when you adopt a child, they legally change the birth certificate to say mother and father. Love it. Because the role that you've now taken on adopting this child is now mother and father. It doesn't say daddy. Daddy is is the name and, and it's very rare that you hear someone call their, you know, their dad father, mm. but on that legal document, on that legal tender, that piece of paper, you are now taking on the legal role as father, guardian, paternal you know, in those roles, you're taking on those responsibilities. And I think it's overlooked too much because I think there are too many scenarios where, unfortunately, both parties, I, I will put, and not to sound judgmental, women look at it as, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Men look at it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you need to be proud to have your name on that birth certificate for, and all that comes with it. It's no different than a college diploma. You, you work for that. You put yes. in for that. I, don't want, I didn't want my name wrong on my high school, my college diploma. I want those things, my paycheck. Mm-hmm. I want my name spelled <laughs> on there properly because yes. those are the things that I, I yes. put in for that I want my return for the same way it is on my child's birth certificate. I want my name spelled on there properly because I'm proud to be his father. He's my son, and I want him to understand that when I give him his birth certificate, when he's old enough for whatever he's going to use it for, Yes. That's my dad's name on there, but that's my father. That's his name on there. John, that's so profound and powerful. And and so that what we're talking about, the difference between a dad and a father, really uh, has nothing to do with the biology or the genetical genetic connection between uh, father and child. It has to do with the disposition of the father. Um, it has to do with the actual practical outworking of the relationship. And I love how it's captured in the legal documents too through whether it be foster care or adoption i think adoption obviously is one of the most powerful things going on on the planet oh and, yeah and it's it, it's it's huge and and even in shaquille o'neal's example that you gave here this stepdad but it could you know you could even be the father to someone in the in a father figure way without it without a legal document saying that but but this is as we talk about all the time with this stuff matters this is what matters. Yes. You know, we help you want to make the most out of what matters most. What matters most isn't the genetics or the biology. Now, if you get to be a father to a child that happens to be your biological child, wow, awesome. That's great, right? But be a father to the kids God's given you, uh, whomever they are, however they have come to be your kids. What fatherhood looks like as opposed to just being a dad is all about your mindset and your heart set toward um, those priceless treasures God's put in your care. And so what does fatherhood look like, John? What, what's the essence of that? What, what, what is a father? What do we need to give our focus to? What needs to make sure we, we say, here's what our priorities are. Here's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a father, not just a dad. I think when people look at it in terms of the essence of being a father, first and foremost, 
it's that portion of accountability. Mm. It's that portion of and, and and I'm not saying that just in the parental standpoint. I, I'll use this as an example for myself. Um, I played football here locally in Atlanta at, at Stevenson High School in Stone Mountain. Mm-hmm. I played for Coach Ron Gartrell. Mm-hmm. Coach Gartrell, Gartrell recently retired, and I reached out to him just to say, Coach, you know, I want to say congratulations. I couldn't be there for your retirement event. I wanted to say congratulations. But I really wanted to say I hope you know what you put into me mm-hmm. and tons of young men because my teammates – that you can look at if you if they put a list of young men's names in front of you, mm-hmm. that I hope you know that I want you to be proud that my name's up there and what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. This isn't a scenario of I'm doing this because I want you to say thank you. I want you to know what you what you put into me, the discipline, the understanding. We we joke about that where uh, my wife and I, my, Coach Gartrell was the one who installed in me. To be on time is to be late. Be five minutes early is to be on time. That's been programmed in my head for years where if I'm to be somewhere at 2 o'clock, I'm going to be there at 155. Because if you had to be on the field at 3 o'clock, you were already late for practice. And those are the things where he's not my father. He's a father figure. He's someone that I watched who has kids that I was able to take lessons from him and use that with my child. He's someone that I watched that even as I graduated, went on to college, became an adult and watched him coach other young men and teach them lessons that at the time, 18 years old, 16, 18 years old, I didn't realize there was a life lesson he was teaching me there that I was able to take to coaching, take to the business world, take to being a father. These are things that he was able to pour into me. And and it's just that being a father is pouring into this proverbial cup of a child and adding those little lessons into that cup. And my heart pours out as I'm saying that to to think of that imagery of that there's a child that no one's pouring into their cup. That that imagery just kind of breaks my heart a little bit as I say that. It sure does. It does mine too, John. And that's that's uh, honestly a um, right down in the core of the motivation for our whole reason for starting this stuff matters is when we want to call people, adults, uh, young adults, older adults, we want to call them to their best. We want to call them to, to, to what matters most. At, uh, a motivational core of that is what's at stake in the lives of the more innocent, the, the children, the more, the more um, vulnerable and influenceable. Mm-hmm. And, and I loved your word accountability. It's the, I think that's at the core and the heart of what we're calling on today. Fatherhood, uh, not just being dads. It is a a sense to I, I have a an accountability responsibility, but let's not just wear the the hard sounding side of that equation. Let's wear the the encouraging, uh, thrilling side of that equation, which is it's not just a responsibility; it is an opportunity. Man, I am I I'm influencing a life that's going to influence lives. I'm multiplying the effect of my one little old life here, my one little old existence, by being a father. And and there are precious young innocent and vulnerable lives that I'm pouring into, that I'm shaping or, uh, by what I do or don't do in exactly what you described, John. You, you hit fatherhood, the essence of it, on the, you know, hit the nail on the head. It is, you know, this, this owning the, the beauty of the opportunity to, to shape a life and to pour into a life and teach those life lessons that will, you know, so take the mantra of this stuff matters and apply it to fatherhood. I'm, I want to help <laughs> form into these young ones who are growing I want them to understand what matters most and be equipped to make the most of what matters Correct. most. And, 
whether it be, you know, timely disciplines of daily life, like being, you know, being on time or hard work or offering forgiveness or learning how to cooperate and, and come to conflict resolution or, you know, all of the things that matter most, this is what we're pouring into demonstrating modeling through time and, and proximity. And it's just, uh, this is it, but, but it takes all of us. It takes, uh, our focus and investment of our lives in those we're raising. And I think it's one of those things that as a father, let, let, let's face facts that for a, a short while, being a father is a thankless job. That's right. It is a job that if you are looking for in the previous episode, I believe you made mention of, if you're looking for an accolade, it's not going to come within the first five you're years. You're more likely to get an argument for a exactly. lot of it. That's right. <laughs> it's not coming as an accolade. It's not coming as an award. There's not a trophy. Yeah. You, you end up with some of the coolest treasures yes. is the word I'm going to use. Those moments in time. Uh, I'll, I'll give a quick example of a, a good buddy of mine. He uh, he recently took his son, who's I think about seven or eight. They went to the uh, Field of Dreams house in Iowa. Mm. You can stay. You can actually rent the house. It's an Airbnb. Uh, you can rent the house. Wow. Him and some of their friends, and you play on. You can play on the field. Mm. So I think they got there on like a Friday evening, or and you can watch. They play a, a little league game there, and then the rest of the night into the next morning, the field's yours to play on. They leave equipment there. You can bring your own equipment. That's pouring in mm. just a memory. It's not a life lesson, it's a memory. But there is a lesson there, actually. It was just taking that time where he took off from his regular schedule, he took off from a very important time of year for him to pour into his son that moment in time that is a memory that is going to last him a lifetime. And form him and shape him. Exactly. It communicates so many things, word lessons just can't. And it's that portion of it that... He didn't do it for the accolade. He he wanted to go to the he wanted to go to the Field of Dreams house because he enjoyed it as well, my friend. Yeah. But he also went there because he wanted that time. He wanted there. There's no accolade. There's no reward there. There's no gratitude. There's this is the time that I want to pour into my son. This is what I want to be about. And just sitting on the porch with my son, looking at this baseball field as the sun goes down mm. and the history that goes yeah. into it. And John, that you're hitting on what what it's going to take from us as men to be those fathers. It's going to take a vision to see beyond the immediate uh, response, because we're going to get opposite responses than we'd like a lot of the time. But we have a vision to, we're, we're in this for the long haul. What We're nurturing even when they're in their complaining years or rebellious years or whatever the things are. We've got a longer-term vision for this, and, and we're willing to do things. We're not, we're not going to be passive. We're not going to sit on the sideline. We're going to go build memories, and we're going to go make investments, and we're going to go build experiences and share time together, even if they're complaining about it while we drive there. Oh, Dad, why? Exactly. (laughs) We're we're big enough, and we can see clearly enough to go that someday, someday they'll understand why. And it's in that pouring into their glass, and it's that moment that you get to see just as the glass fills, as more and more goes into it, the joy that you get out of it. The more and more those little things that you hear, those little phrases, those little dad jokes Mm. that come out, those little moments, when you get a chance to see those things, Mm. that's when you really start to just put a smile on your face to think to yourself, I did something right. Yep. Every now and then there'll be a little glimmer that, hey, this is kind of going in the right direction. (laughs) And you're going to enjoy it more and more. Guys, I hope you guys have been enjoying this. We're not done talking about fatherhood yet. Stick with us. Like, subscribe, and follow wherever you get your podcasts. As a matter of fact, go tell somebody about it as well. We hope you know that you matter and this stuff matters. Tom, until next time, see you soon.